Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Voice Spark Live. I am, as always, your host, Nick, followed by uh, Ben in the NYC and AJ, who just dropped out. Hopefully, he'll be back soon. He's coming to us from rural Idaho, as always. And here comes AJ. AJ, what happened? Did you, uh, my, did you the, no, no, I didn't. The uh, the uh, a browser crashed right there. <laughs> crazy, it's like man. It's crazy. Good way to stumble out of the blocks, but we keep it rolling. We, we get yeah. off, off and, we, and we keep moving forward. There we go. Right. I am keep showing my Christmas spirit because I have my Christmas hat on for all of those who aren't watching and will be listening to this through our podcast, which is available on all major podcast platforms please go ahead and subscribe to that because there is a new segment that's coming out, which is part of my news this week called Nick with news or news with Nick. And uh, sorry, I've been drinking it truly, but you can't go wrong either way. And you can't go wrong either way. And it's news with Nick. And I'm going to be breaking down some articles in the voice first realm uh, that is going to help you get the most out of your Alexa and keep you focused on what's happening inside of the voice community. So with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and kick it over to AJ. AJ, got any news this week? Yeah, I do actually. Uh, I uh, um, wanted this is I think newsworthy because we're all in voice. But I've been watching the new season of The Expanse. Have you guys seen that show? Oh, I've not. The Expanse. It. it was originally on Sci-Fi. Now it's picked up by Amazon. And the reason why I think it's uh, newsworthy is because the folks on that show, and it's a show about uh, 200 years in the future and just drama throughout the solar system, but they went ahead and invented their own English dialect. So they're called the Belters, and if you listen carefully, you'll hear it's sort of like uh, a combination of of British English, uh, Jamaican uh japanese and it's a certain accent and uh, i was noticing it last night i thought hey that's pretty newsworthy if you you know if you want to check I it like out it. listen for the belters like it. yeah it's like uh that linguistics uh conversation that a lot of uh, other people in the voice community uh really kind of gravitate to i mean i love broken down english i mean i think uh as far as the states go, where Nick and I are from, we have like the weirdest broken down English as far as the states go. Yes. Are you and Skies going to the mall tonight? Nah, we're going downtown and that. And like, you know, it's just um, <laughs> it's this weird dialect, man. Like, you know, we got to go down the pants and that. And, <laughs> just and say, say you guys do say literally. Say literally, Nick. Literally. Uh, he usually says literally. So literally, that's literally. Yeah. That's a, yeah, yeah, literally. That's a literally. That's literally. what my father says. Downtown. That's from Pennsylvania. <laughs> Gone downtown, gone down to Pan. Going to the mall, literally. Going to the Iris concert, you know. Like, this is my best. There used to be a skit uh, back home uh, that they they did these like just total yinzers all the time on the radio. It was, it was fantastic. It's still probably on YouTube. You could probably find it. Hands in that. Um, okay, cool. So I got a little bit of news. Um, this Go is ahead, more man. like the, the holiday spirit kind of stuff. Buddy of mine, um, Brandon Glova, aka DJ Bonix, he ha- he started a uh, really great um, nonprofit in Minnesota. Um, I went to college with the guy. You might know him as Wiz Khalifa's DJ. Really great guy. He started a wow. nonprofit called uh, Ten Thousand Hoodies uh, for Ten Thousand Lakes, since he's in the Minnesota area. And yep. what he does is uh, takes everyone's old hoodies and then distributes them amongst amongst homeless people of the area. So a hoodie's like a great, uh, you know, warm piece of clothing that you know yeah. kind of utility. Um, you know, it's obviously acts as a hat. Uh, but there's a lot of homeless people. Obviously, there's a big homeless problem here in the United States. Uh, he has a great program. But if you want to go, and it costs you nothing other than shipping a few of your old hoodies that you're never going to wear again out to him. 
go to goradiomn.com forward slash 10,000 hoodies. That's the, the number 10,000 and then hoodies. Um, you got the, uh, do you got the link? I do have the link. I'll, I'll share it with throw you guys. And, yeah, throw it in the chat. I'll, yeah, I'll show, throw it in the chat here. Um, so go go ra- is uh, go radio MN, MN like Minnesota, Minnesota. forward mm-hmm. slash 10,000 one zero 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 hoodies H double O D I E S. Yep, yep. Just gotcha. Put it in the chat That's there. it. But yeah, if you guys have uh, old hoodies, ship it to them. There's, the address is there. It co- literally costs you the you know whatever it costs to put a stamp on a, on a package. Uh, it's a great uh, great organization, and uh, hopefully you know he's raised a bunch, and he, you know it's just going to continue that during the holiday season. Get some people some warm clothes to wear. Yep. That is awesome. And that's the one thing I love about Ben. He always comes up with these good <laughs> extracurriculars that makes us look great. I love it. Okay, so moving on to our first guest, which is also part of our sponsorship. Ben, could you please? Dabble Lab. So we have Rahal all the way from India, and he is going to be talking about skill templates and the use of Python in those skill templates. Rahal. Thank you for joining us. How's it going? Hey guys, uh, yeah, thanks for inviting me. Uh, it's it's going great, and uh, yeah, I think uh, I'll I'll straight on like get to get to the, the real part of it because deliver it, uh, bring it on, bring it on. <laughs> sure, sure. So so I'll simply just uh, start by sharing my screen. Mm. Go ahead. <clears throat> Yeah. So one of the uh, reasons sorry. why we wanted to have uh, Rahul on is because we had Sohini on early in the month, and she is the developer advocate for Node.js for Dabble Lab. Now, Rahul, he is the Python developer advocate. So if there's any templates you want built, if there's something you want seen, if you need some advice, this is where the buck stops as far as, far as developer advocacy for Dabble Lab. So uh, I'm excited to have him on. Go ahead, Rahul. You can uh, share your screen, I believe. Yeah, I just shared my screen. Uh, okay, let me see. Add you to the stream. There we go. Yeah, thanks. I can see it. Uh, so as, as Nick just told you guys, so uh, I'm a developer advocate at uh, Dabble Labs, and my, my core job relies around building templates that can be used by uh, you know people all over the globe. So the mm-hmm. main idea behind skill templates is that uh, you know developers and non-developers alike should be able to create Alexa skills with the least amount of effort. So I think uh, when initially uh, the CEO of Double Labs, you know Steve, when he started out with this, it started out as a hobby for him. And uh, what he did was uh, whenever he learned something new. Uh, he converted that into a small tutorial and just uh, you know put it out on YouTube uh, mm-hmm. for others to learn from that as well, which I think is a really great thing. And you know even I stumbled upon some of those videos uh, while learning the development in the initial phase. And slowly he's converted that into a whole platform, which is now called you know skilltemplates.com. So as you can see on the screen, if you go on the website you will see that uh, there is a, a you know huge list of templates which are currently out there for everyone to you know consume um, in a nutshell what a skill template is like i'll just click and show one for example like if you are a um, 
like for example if for someone like you nick if uh, for example tomorrow you decide that you know uh, i want to have a a podcast uh, you know uh, a podcast skill but you don't know how to you know uh, develop skills so what you can simply do is like for example if you have a radio skill or a podcast skill you can go to this template which is the audio streaming template mm-hmm. and with just a few clicks like uh, when i just clicked on it it's it's taking some time to load yeah you'll reach you'll reach this page and once you click start right here you mm-hmm. will be uh, you'll be asked to log in uh, using your amazon account and once mm-hmm. you do that the skill is straight away deployed to your amazon account so what it what it does is that uh, without you taking the pain of you know creating uh, the interaction model uh, which is Uh, you know like the front end of the skill and mm-hmm. creating the code which is the back end of the skill it mm-hmm. it takes uh, it takes the pain away and it does all of that for you and all of the code is set in the right place the front end is done and all you are uh, you know left to do is just change the name change a few lines in code like replace it with your podcast url and uh, you know just just get going so this is the sole idea behind skilltemplates.com Uh, to make the whole process uh, a lot easier you know so yeah. i think yeah previously what uh, what existed was this which is still there which is uh, dabblelab.com/templates so people could go out there and just click on any of those templates uh, what they would see is a, a tutorial video for that particular template along with an option to download the code so even that was a, a very you know good to go method because mm-hmm. once you just log in on this page people could directly get the source code but i think uh, with the new platform coming up this makes it uh, a step more easier you know you don't need to download the code upload it somewhere and even understand the very basics of uh, you know how how a skill functions all you have to do is just create an account on you know alexa developer console and i think mm-hmm. you you are completely set to go so no, this no, is that- uh, yeah I was going to say is that is that out in the world that has been released uh, currently and, and or is this still in beta? Yes. Yeah, that's in the no, wild. Uh, it, it's kind of in a in a beta but it's it's available for everyone. Like to deploy, it's available. Mm-hmm. There are some features which which are there in beta. So, uh, one of those features uh, I would also like to talk about is actually uh, a dashboard for everyone. So, right now as you can see like all the skills that mm-hmm. you that you see on this page are uh, you know developed by uh, developers at dabble labs so you know steve and um, you know several other developers including i think well known names like for example the speech markdown thing is uh, is done by you know another uh, some of the very known developers i'm just forgetting the name at the right point of time but you you mark tucker like, mark tucker yeah 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 so uh, i was just going to say that you i see them every day on twitter like there are a lot of people uh, that the voice community really really knows well and many mm-hmm. of them have like ashish jha from india he has contributed to for two or three templates so it's stuff like that like several people have worked on these templates just to make them available to you know people across the globe so that they can the like the the core idea is to make uh alexa skill development accessible for everyone and mm-hmm. right now as i said this is uh, like uh, these skills are hosted by dabble labs but in the future 
the idea is that if you just uh, you know go go on to the right corner and you see this sign into the console button mm-hmm. if you just click on it and uh, you sign in using your github account so what it allows you to do is it gives you access to this dashboard and you can if you can see there is a add template button so uh, the whole idea behind this platform is also to make code more and more reusable so mm. i've been i've been making skills for the last 3 years and i've used a similar technique before where what i used to do was like it was literally two things uh, whenever i wanted to build a, a a new skill i would literally start from one template every time which for me was like i'm a i'm not a big football fan but uh, i've i've started following football in the in the last 3 or 4 years and mm-hmm. the reason i started following football was zlatan ibrahimovic like uh, the way he used to oh. like he's a famous footballer the way he's he used great. to play He's yeah, magic. I was I just, yeah, he's magic. I instantly became a big fan. So so I, the initial skill like the very first skill I made was was called Zlatan facts. So it was just a fact skill which told you facts about Ibrahimovic, various facts about him. And that uh, kind of became became my base skill. So you know what I used to do was every time I had to build a new skill, I took up that skill as a base skill and mm-hmm. build just build upon that model. Yeah. So even that process of you know starting off with with something took some time because I had to copy the back end, then create a new front end, copy the JSON, you know, interaction model, right. all of that. So I believe that uh, once people start using this dashboard, this dashboard can be used for two things. This particular console. The first one is the use case that I just told you about. Like if you have a template. which you use every time so it can be a starting template or a, for example it can be a podcast template as well like if you have several clients which you know you get like uh, i do a lot of freelance work as well so um, i used to get uh, requests for for like building radio skills right so that was something which was a repeated process so um, what i did was i just built a template and every time i got a new request all i had to do was just replace the url with the with the new request that came in and you know my template was ready so this is where you know this this dashboard really comes in there you can just keep all of your templates in one place right here and then every time you need to replicate something or start from something as a base all you need to do is just a you know a few clicks one or two clicks and everything will be set up for you That's cool. You mentioned you mentioned a, a GitHub login. So I'm guessing you could just do a pull request directly from there to your repo or you know kind of explain yes. how how that works. <clears throat> so uh how that works is uh, uh we host the skill uh, code on our GitHub repos. Even mm-hmm. you can do the same like you will be hosting the code on your repo and right. the repo can can both be public and private depending right. on what kind of a template that is. So I'll I'll come on to that. but let's take the example like if the repo is a public one and you want to share the skill with others so uh, you just upload that click on add template and it has a small uh, it will bring a pop up window which simply just requires the name of the skill the github url and a small description so nice. once you just uh, you know give it the github uh, repo url it will uh, populate that skill and show it on the dashboard right here after which like here comes the the part which is still in beta and uh, which we are actually very excited about is that even uh, you know developers other than who are not a part of uh, dabble labs even they can build templates and they can share it with people across the globe 
so that's mm. that's what the idea has become now like it started from one guy um, but now the whole idea is that the entire community can you know contribute to to this platform and uh, the sole idea is to make something similar to uh, say theme forest right if if mm. someone is building a, mm -hmm. a, a wordpress site and they don't need to worry about uh, you know building a, a nice ui they don't need to hire a developer to build a ui right right so what they can do is simply go to theme forest or any other website which offers themes buy a theme and just install it in in just a few clicks you know the, right. the that's the reason i think wordpress is really popular across the globe because uh, it really offers you some you know some ease of access that mm -hmm. uh, that people really like so uh, we we are trying to replicate the same thing for alexa skills and uh, hopefully soon the the platform should be completely ready where people can uh, upload their own templates and even put a price tag on them so that if you know there can be two types of templates so there can be free ones and they'll be paid ones so right now uh, the templates that i show you right here on 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 this page for example uh, sorry yeah on on skilltemplates.com all of these templates right now uh yeah the majority of them are free right yeah <clears throat> but yeah. there's like a couple yeah. that are by paywall yes right. majority of them are free but if you just go on to like if you click on this register button you'll see that for some reason like my internet is is really uh, behaving uh, you know very slow but uh, while it opens up i'll tell you like we have a, a pricing model yeah it just opened up so this is the free tile which you know most of the people use and it allows you access to all of those templates that i just showed you but let's say uh, you want access to some previous uh, premium templates right which have some more add on features and the skill code is more robust so you can go for these two type of uh, you know uh, uh subscriptions that we have right now mm -hmm. so the what these two subscriptions basically are for is like if you are a developer or uh, not even a developer like if you want to use those templates for personal use like the premium templates for personal use you can go for uh, this 299 uh, you know option which uh, uh, by you know if you sign up for this you'll get access to all of our premium templates but the only thing is that uh, you'll be restricted to uh, using them just for personal use and if you are a, a freelance developer or you know you're an agency and you do it for customers so you can take the 999 plan which allows you to use these templates commercially mm -hmm. so right now this is how the uh, you know business model works but yeah. we we're working on a few things like trying to make it more modular and sure. in the future uh, you we can also have you know something stuff similar to like theme forest wherein each individual module is sold separately so you can right. only buy the module you are interested in cool wow cool. that's awesome well hey thanks for hall for coming on we really appreciate it and we appreciate everything that dabble lab does uh, they're definitely a trailblazer in the voice community and uh, i'll give you the same extension as i gave sohini You're welcome here anytime and uh whenever you get something new or exciting and you want to blast it out come on back. Yeah. Thanks Nick. Yeah. That 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 sounds great. I'll be I'll be happy to be on the show anytime I can. Awesome. Thanks. Right, take good care. You have a good night. Good night. Yeah.
That's fantastic. Well, that's he cool. said uh, personal there, but uh, that's uh, the distinction is is that if you um, want to get access to the premium templates that you're going to use for your business, mm -hmm. versus that's the distinction is whether you're using it for yourself or or you're providing it as a service for a third party. So that's cool. Totally. So are you guys ready to bring on what some would say one of the uh, godfathers of voice? Bradley Metrock. Let's go ahead and bring him in. Bradley, how's it going? Muted. We can't hear you. Oh, no, he's muted. There we go. There you go. Yeah, I was just saying, you can't live up to that introduction, but I appreciate it. I went ahead I dubbed you and Mark Tucker. You you guys are both like the godfathers of voice. So uh, just so you know that. Um, so I'm really excited to have you on today. Uh, this is just uh, phenomenal. And um, it's a know, dream come true. Yeah, yeah, I'm honored to be here. You, know, you, know, you, got, you got a great thing going on here. And I love the, uh, you know, I love the software you use and I love the feel of the show. Um, I, I, I love what you're putting out there. Oh, well, thank you very much. Thanks. Well, you know what we wanted to become, even through the YouTube channel and through the podcast, we, I thought about it over the last couple of days and the biggest thing that I want to become, I want to become the Nintendo power or the game pro magazine of, of Alexa skills. I want people to say, Hey, I published a skill. Will you do a review on it? Will you do a preview on it? Will you talk about it? And I want to increase usage through yeah. that avenue. Yeah, in you a know, cheerleading sense, drawing people's attention, their eyes, getting them inspired for, to try something new. And yeah. Uh, so uh, I appreciate those references more than most. So I grew up. <laughs> I, I grew up with a Nintendo Power subscription. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I never had a. Uh, I never had a Game Pro subscription, but I bought it. You know, from time to time, or a parent bought it for me if I you know, ask nicely enough or something or whatever. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so, you know, look, I think that that's an important, um, an important idea because right. you, um, you've got the Amazon ecosystem where there was just sort of this, um, this, this gold rush. Uh, so there's gold in, in them hills and they all rush in and you get some great stuff created. There's some good stuff created. There's some trash. Right. How do you sort through what it is? Amazon's not really going to help you that much. It, uh, you know, recently they've sort of set it up to where there's more reviews coming in to the skills mm -hmm. you can leave reviews verbally. But really, for the majority of the time, not a lot of review volume. So it was sort of tough to tell what was going on. Mm -hmm. And, um, and you know, of course, the other ecosystems are, are at some previous stage of um, immaturity relative to that, you know, yep. um, all yep. of those experiences. And uh, people need a map and a compass. And, and to the extent you provide that, I think that's valuable. And we're only going to need more and more of it. I'll tell you something else, too. Something I spend a lot of time thinking about along those lines is the fact that we really haven't um, seen somebody even attempt, um, much less execute um, metrics around Alexa skills. Yeah. So if you have, 
question of the day, and you have Skyrim very special edition. Yep. Those are two Alexa skills. Which one's better? I don't know. So I don't know only gets you so far. Well, can't you even attempt to answer the question? Well, maybe. So what goes into that? Is it is it length? Is it consistency? Is it vocabulary? Mm -hmm. Is it production value? Is it the amount of times you want to come back to it? Is it monetization working properly? Is it uh, some sort of customer satisfaction? What is it? Yeah. Yep. You know, nobody's nobody's thinking of that, and and somebody's going to make some money creating some sort of voice spark index um, on you know how do we measure uh, the efficacy. Uh, and, and the the quality of mm -hmm. one voice experience versus another. So anyway, sorry to ramble. Kudos to y'all for everything you're doing. No, well, would you also say uh, that it's similar to like uh, hairstyles or fashion, where there are some things where people just simply want to infer uh, an experience. So they kind of want to know, well, if these guys I trust like it, or if they found it. Um, enjoyable i kind of go along with them at least for that first step into something new uh you got that rallying point you know um there's some folks i would trust if they say you should try this restaurant if you try this uh, uh you should watch this movie i will just do it because of my relationship with them and that's sort of one of those things where it's uh it's you know you could uh, leverage it but i think it's you know sort of release uh there's sort of like this like a uh, bond or at least some time spent together. And so you kind of have like this non-technical uh, relationship too. Yeah. Well, what about the part the I'm whenever I called you up and I'm like, you got to try journey 3000. <laughs> and, and yeah. I don't know. Have you tried that Bradley? Have I tried what? Journey uh, 3000. Is that a new Alexa skill? Well, it's, been, let me tell you something. It's been on the market for like two years. Okay. This guy went ahead bought the rights to a choose your own adventure book. Not only that, did he go ahead and he said, I'm going to get a professional voiceover actor to act all this stuff out. Who's related to the original author. It's a whole story, but the bottom line is it's a phenomenal skill. And it had me coming back and coming back and coming back and coming back. And I got to tell you, it, <laughs> it's awesome. I, I think it's one of the best, unseen skills or, or un, one of the best underrated skills. Yeah. Under the radar market. Mm -hmm. Oh, and we got a comment. <laughs> there you go. There's Emerson. Um, and, uh, and shout out to dabble lab, by the way, uh, nice of them to, to uh, sponsor the show and be a participant. They were just, uh, Steve, um, and dabble lab were just a big part of voice of customer service with this. Um, give them a shout out. Uh, they're such a great part of the community. Yeah, oh, yeah. They're hella good people. Um, so one of the things I wanted to do with having you on the show uh, is actually bring up the big screen here, what I like to call the big screen. And so normally, okay, we got another one, another comment, plus one to plus Dabble Lab. <laughs> big shouts to yeah, Dabble right. so, um, So anyhow... Uh, we have a giveaway to uh, this week and the giveaway was for, it's a Christmas pack. It's a full mill deal. You get a how Wi-Fi camera an echo flex and a third generation dot just for subscribing to our channel. You're going to get a stack of business cards along with this thing. Because, <laughs> hey, why not scan why some not? QR codes? 
And now I can't do this all day, folks, but in addition, you're going to get four $5 Chick-fil-A gift cards that have been in my wallet for over a year. I can't get rid of them. I don't have a Chick-fil-A by me. I'm giving those away too. That's going out. You're going to get a How camera, the How camera. Happy how holidays. Holidays, yeah. <laughs> Third generation Echo Dot. So with that being said, Bradley, I wanted you on the show so you can go, or, or I wanted you to be witness to this so you could check it out. So it's all done through the Gleam app. There's 126 entries. Now remember to win, you got to be within the continental US and I will try to send this thing out tomorrow if I can. And let's go ahead and draw a winner. And draw. I know. Oh, here we go. Austin, Texas. This thing's going off to Austin, Texas to Mr. Garcia. So they are the winner, and I will get with them entry number 68. So I'll get Congratulations, Mr. Garcia. Mrs. Garcia. Well, the Chick-fil-A gift cards are worth the price of admission. By the time. <laughs> I know, <laughs> man. <laughs> I, it's like Chick-fil-A coming soon. I'm like, dude, what are you talking about? I got gift cards. It's like uh, we're doing a steal for Chick-fil-A, and I don't even have a Chick-fil-A. Let's. And what we really need is we need that the, the the spherical Echo device to you know you say Alexa, give me some Chick-fil-A, and it just pops open with some chicken. Oh man, yeah, already heated. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, someone needs to be work. Someone needs to be working on that. Dehydrated, yeah, dehydrated chicken McNuggets that can be. Uh, yeah, we got to get on that ball. What was that? Uh, what was the uh, thing in Star Trek: The Next Generation where it would like materialize the uh, food right uh, there? The there? replicator. That'd be the replicator. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> That's so, next with, gen. so with Computer. that, so with that being said as well, we went ahead. We gave our uh, Christmas thing out. We will be going ahead and giving out uh, some more stuff as we get into the new year. So uh, the the giveaways will continue until we reach our goal of a thousand subscribers hopefully by June 1st. And at that time, we'll go ahead and give away something big. So yeah, you have uh, a good many subscribers. I was just on your channel the other day. How many you got? It's 858. Yeah, that's great. I'm a, I'm a very goal-oriented person. He is. Like, I, he I, is. I, like if I see it and it's locked in, like this is locked in. So I, it's... Bradley, you you remember Nick's goal though for for I mean it's it's it, it it's a notable goal but I think I think I think we're gonna get there but I don't know if you remember his goal or not. You ain't there till you're there. Well, the thing about a thousand with YouTube is that you get to a thousand and you unlock um, something or other. I don't remember if it was the custom domain or if it was um, there's something yeah, about you get to, a couple things. Yeah, mm -hmm. you get to yeah, decide some things. You get to control a couple things and. Yeah, yeah, it's a significant milestone. So one of the other reasons why I wanted to have Bradley on, and this was kind of a, um, it's kind of a good thing. Um, we we talked with Bradley before this episode, and we asked him. We said, "Hey, what could we do to become part of the Voice FM uh, ecosphere? What can we do in order to get involved with the shows?" And um, essentially, after having a sit down, he said. I'd love to have you guys be part of it. So I'm totally excited to to actually be part of it. And we're going to be on the um, we're going to be on the website and everything. And with that being said, let me go ahead and just bring this up. 
I, 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 website one last time it's about to change uh next time you see it and i don't know why it hasn't changed already there's some sort of problem uh with the uh dns or something we're trying to figure out but mm -hmm. y'all have already been added uh nice thing you're looking at now uh is going away um and a new version of the old site is coming back and there's uh got voice spark live on there got voice of education on there those are the two new additions nice. And i nice. um, thrilled to have you because both of y'all are doing, uh, you know, really valuable work. Yeah. We're yeah speaking of that, have we got a chance to uh, have uh, Brad talk about the background? I'm sorry. I have Windows Insider on my uh, computers and it's just been crashing. Uh, but do we get a chance to find out a little bit about what the goals are and what we're what um, what Brad's got right now? Like just for the folks who aren't aware. Have we done that yeah, yet? What, like, okay, so the the biggest thing is, and I just want to let everybody know, if you look in the top left-hand corner, I went ahead and added the overlay, which will stay on there because we are now affiliated partners of the Voice First FM network. So thank you, Bradley, for that. Hopefully that'll drive some uh, traction. And I'm happy to be in the company of Terry Fisher and Julie Davis and Kane Simmons. It's... Uh, it's it's really cool and uh thanks again absolutely but coast to coast voice coast to coast what is up with that where do we stand with that so yeah so we're getting ready to um hit the road so we um we were going to start in november and decided you know what let's push it back just a little bit further but there will be no more delays we're going to hit the road for 35 cities across the United States. And oh um, we're going to start in San Jose, uh, California, nice. on February 11th. Um, going to hit California, come down and hit Florida. You know, it's going to be sort of piecemeal, but uh, from January to April, hit 35 cities. And the, what the, the point of it all is to get out and, you know, we've lived through an interesting year. Uh, oh, yeah. Wildly um, with 2020. And, um you know, you start to look ahead and you come to the conclusion that some people uh, aren't going to be rushing to get out of their house, which they have mm -hmm. now gotten accustomed to being in. All right. The muscle memory of the before times is gone. Uh, yeah, coming to Seattle. Uh, come, going all over the place. And um, and so with Coast to Coast, the idea is if you don't want to come to Chattanooga for Project Voice, if you don't want to come to Boston and Harvard for Voice of Healthcare or for New York City for Voice of Money or for all these other things we're doing, uh, then we'll come to you. And, you know, what we've seen with the pandemic is that being outdoors, um, you've got to... Um, work hard to get the disease from somebody else outdoors. Right. And, yeah. um, you know, you got to, you got to put, put the effort in to do that. <laughs> and right. so we feel pretty good about that. And, and, um, uh, you know, with small groups, uh, distanced out and, and masks to make people feel comfortable. We're not, we're going to be at restaurants, but not eating because not everyone's comfortable with that. But, as people leave, they can take something to go. So hopefully we support those uh, establishments. Mm -hmm. The idea is let's just start taking some baby steps. You right. know, I'll be there and give a 10 minute or so voice briefing um, on, on the way we see the lay of the land at that particular moment. 
And then the rest of the time, which is an hour at maximum, will be set aside for uh, networking and socializing. And mm -hmm. um, because the fact of the matter is uh, we crave meeting with other people. We, you, we can't live this life forever. That's we right. Can, we can live it for a while and that's fine, uh, but we can't live it forever. And so we got to start taking, um, we've got, we got to stick our toes into the water once again and remember Absolutely. what. And yeah. you know, I, I yeah. give you a lot of courage. Sorry, Ben, to cut you off there, but no, no I mean, that's, that's a lot of courage there to just come out and say, listen, we're doing it because I know you pushed back yeah. um, project voice to mm -hmm. April, which I think's, you know, I think it's a good thing. Um, Cause that's going to give us people time to get vaccinated. It's going to give people time to readjust. Yep. Maybe the numbers will go down, but I also think it's like you're drawing that line in the sand and regardless I'm coming. I just have one question. Did the block of hotel rooms open up yet? <laughs> it, it has. And okay. I just got an email from, uh, I'm glad you asked me about that. I got just got an email from the Marriott saying, why haven't you put the link on the website yet? We, we've got a pretty good reason for that. Um, and it said, I forgot. Okay. <laughs> hey, it's, it's honesty. It's honesty. Well, I was about uh, to say, you know, like we talk about, um, you know, uh, you know, the pandemic quite a bit. And honestly, if it, if it didn't happen, I would have never linked up with these guys and, and got into like the next steps. We also talk about quite a bit. It's like when this is over, when we get to actually meet each other in person, because in all actuality, yeah, we've, never, we've never met in person, you know, which is, yeah. which is the craziest thing about it. So the project project voice, I am absolutely looking forward to and, and meeting everyone in person for the first time. And I think, I think that's going to be the best part about it. That's like the sweetest, that's the sweetest dessert right there, I guess, if you will. Right. Couldn't agree more. And I actually have a, a call tomorrow talking through with the Chattanooga convention center, all of the things that we expect them to do. Uh, mm -hmm. you know, we um, uh, need to make sure people are safe. So obviously mm -hmm. it goes without saying that the pandemic, like many things, is a controversial topic. Um, mm -hmm. It's been made political mm -hmm. uh, because everything is political. And <laughs> so why wouldn't the pandemic be also? There's There are some facts about it. And one of them is that you know, if you have terrible air circulation, right? Um, that and you know, uh, the the way the air filters in there, if it's not good, then mm -hmm. if somebody waltzes in there sick, they have a high potential to get other people sick, and we just can't have that. Mm -hmm. And so, the Chattanooga Convention Center um, does have the ability, um, which I'll be asking them more about tomorrow, to have fresh air piped in. So that's a big plus. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that I know that they're looking at, and I want an assurance that it's going to be in by April, is some of these UV devices that will clean the air. So basically, mm -hmm. if somebody is sick, because um, that would be easy to do, because a lot of people don't know if they're sick right away. Somebody's sick, that air can't be recirculated. That's got to stop and stay with them, just like it does on an airplane or something like that. And so, you know, it, it gets into these little scientific details that just they kind of turn people's stomachs like people want to think about the excitement yeah. of getting together nobody wants to talk about this shit yeah yep. so you know we're trying to walk a fine line of and and with project voice you already see it on the website now we're going to make a little couple of changes 
we're going to have a website, you know, a page on the site that will talk about COVID. If you mm -hmm. want to read it, go read it. It's not going to be on the front of the site and we're not going to hammer you over the head with it, but it's going to be there because trust me, we're thinking about it. But um, it's uh, it, it shocks people when I tell them that I have had multiple people who don't know each other tell me in meetings, please do not move Project Voice again. Mm -hmm. I have to get out. This sort of tone, like not necessarily the same, yeah. Yeah. but I have to get out. Right. And you cannot move it again <laughs> because this <laughs> is the first thing I'm going to because I don't even know of anything else on the calendar. So, um, it, it, you know, and then, of course, some people will always say that you're responsible no matter what it is you're doing. So we've got to walk that line. And that's what we're going to try to do. Well, I you know what, if you think about it, we're especially vulnerable because where, yeah. what does this voice, what does this virus affect? It, it affects our, our voice. So sure. Right. <laughs> it's like right up our alley. We got to be extra careful. I will tell you this. I don't usually buy travel insurance, but you bet your ass this time I'm buying travel insurance. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, to the airlines credit, uh, they've been pretty easy to deal with uh, to the hotel hotels. So I've traveled five or six times oh, wow. uh, okay. since uh, April. And, um, you know, all of our conferences, we've turned virtual. So, you know, we didn't, uh, you know, we, we were a responsible corporate citizen. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, I've continued to travel when I've needed to. Um, mm -hmm. And um, it's, uh, it's eye-opening. Because you um, you realize it's like um, it's like anything that you haven't done in a while. Um, you know, uh, I, I'm born and raised a classical pianist, but I'm out of practice. So you know, I, I go a long time without practicing because I'm I'm generally pretty busy. When you sit down to play for a while, uh, after a long while, you you're sort of having to. You're not sure of yourself. Mm -hmm. And it's that essence that characterizes traveling in this COVID era. Yeah. Um, you know, you've got some real idiots out there, you know, disrespecting everybody, thinking that that's what they ought to be doing. Right. And then you've got people who are super paranoid about everything. And then you got people in the middle and everybody's just trying to get by. But uh, what we're going to see in 2021, I think, is that we're just reaching the end of people's rope and they have to, and my wife is one of these people. So she's mm -hmm. very paranoid about COVID and she didn't necessarily start that way, but she got that way. And, um, but she has said, look, I, I got to get the vaccine whenever I get it. And right. then I'm hitting, you know, we're, we're getting out and traveling. I was like, okay, you know, we can I was saying, I was telling Nick today, I mean, like, Man, this year was supposed to be epic. Like I had I had trips planned, things yeah. were gonna happen. It just it just didn't happen. But you know, this is this is what one thing we could like pin on the calendar that I think we're all we're all really looking forward to. And it's it's I think there's enough time for like hopefully, you know, people start you know taking it seriously, people start getting the vaccine. So you know, well, you know I'll break a little bit of news on the show. So so uh -oh. we haven't so we uh -oh. haven't discussed this, um, but it's coming on Monday. So we have we have a new event that we're going to announce for June. I'm not going to break that. So you'll have to okay. read the newsletter. 
but, okay. uh, but I, I will tell I you. I love that newsletter. I love that newsletter. <laughs> uh, we're fortunate. Uh, people have enjoyed this week in Voice VIP, and we're gratified by that. But one thing I will tell you is um, it's going to shock you what this other thing is. I wish I could go into it. We, I, oh, I don't know for a Come fact. Come on. Come so on. It, it, it's not. It's not a Monday, but at latest it'll be the following Monday. But what I can tell you is that it is impacting how we're doing Project Voice, and I'll explain. Okay. We are not going to sell um, individual passes to Project Voice. We've got them on sale right now, and we're going to migrate that into a new modality, which is we are going to sell either 8 by 8 or more likely 10 by 10 squares. Um, instead of just individual tickets. Okay. And uh, already we had decided that the um, format of Project Voice is going to be single track. And we're still playing with the program. You know, what's on there is going to change uh, and evolve because mm-hmm. uh, we've got to put some folks such as yourselves back on the program. But um, the whole thing will be single track out of the exhibit hall. Mm-hmm. So the exhibit hall will have tables around it where various companies are. And then all in the middle, at first, we're going to be chairs. But now we've figured out, no, 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 we can't do that. Uh, mm-hmm. We're going to have people have their own square. I and see. so everybody will have um, the benefit of a socially distanced uh, space because um, mm-hmm. the feedback that we've received, and I actually agree with this personally, is that, um, you know, especially in April, um, yep. Coming back, first conference back, people want to be assured that they're not going to be sitting right next to somebody uh, who yep. is doing something that they would prefer them not be doing, Yeah, whatever that is. Hacking up a lung, whatever. Yeah. Right. And, and so <laughs> it will also afford us the opportunity to work with some of the companies in the voice and AI space to carve out spaces for them on the floor you know, like you can imagine like a Tetris grid where, mm-hmm. you know, this this company over here has got a certain number of squares and it's right there and this company's right there. And then everybody else got squares, you know, uh, everywhere else. And um, that uh, feels right to yeah, us. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds super innovative. I mean, I mean, you know, even for other types of events, but that idea that you have like your chatting space right there in the center, you have, I mean, that's a VIP uh, perk when you ever go to a conference to be able to have a place where you can invite folks to sit and chat with you. So I, that's exciting. That's super exciting for anything, uh, any kind of conference. I think we're, we're, yeah, nice we're right. And, yeah. uh, you know, and, and sure. You know, people over the pandemic have talked about the K-shaped recovery. So, mm-hmm. you know, at first people were talking about a V-shaped recovery, like things will bounce back. No, no, they won't. But what we've t- seen is like this this theory of a K, which is right. where some companies, some people uh, improve their situation right. and other people, other companies uh, plummet. Yeah. Right. And... Um, I think there's all sorts of implications for that personal and professional in our lives. When you sure. look at, when you look at conferences and events, mm-hmm. um, you're looking at something that is going to become premium. There's not enough space. Mm-hmm. There's not as much space as before. 
and uh, you have, but you're going to have a ton of people want to go, maybe not necessarily in April, but over the course of 2021 to things that are in person. Right. So what's what does that mean? That means that prices are going to rise is one thing it means. And if you're going to distance it out, like many governments will require, but even, you know, just some common sense stuff, even if not that, um, <clears throat> that's a VIP, that is, that is a VIP type of privilege to have yes, someone breathing down your throat. Yes, um, it is. It, you know, is, uh, that's a foreign concept uh, in the before times. So yeah, yes, it, it was. it's exciting, but it's going to be all new. Hey, and you know, wasn't this information about the uh, spread about how a virus actually gets in your body and what it takes? That was all ambiguous. I mean, I never knew it my entire life. I mean, the thought of what a virus is was generally thought as like something that was inside of uh, you sneezed it out or this or that. But I still remember when the uh, Center for Disease Control said that you're more likely to catch become infected with COVID from the person delivering your package than the package itself. And my brain was like, okay, then that means that a human body is like this, like uh, spewing off embers, like a fireplace that as soon as it kind of leaves the body. So it sounds yeah. to me like, do you guys recall, I mean, this information about how long it took to actually infect, so this is brand new information. So it sounds to me like you're pivoting right there, like right there as this information is becoming confirmed that we could actually use for something. You're taking those steps right there. I feel like that's fantastically innovative. And I just want to applaud you for doing that. Vox not easy. Vox no, it's not. I, I could imagine that being easy. And then it's like That's the template really awesome. for the future, really. Yeah. You know, I mean, I could see a lot of other, you know, conferences adopting this, this, this format, really. Right. It's, uh, it's out of the, um, it's out of the music industry playbook uh, for mm. what we've seen. So, you know, from Nashville, I've seen at first, the idea was drive, drive in concerts. And those are useful. Um, Keith Urban did one of the first ones, you know, there's been some, uh, you know, Brad Paisley did one, um, there's been some experiments, but what they discovered was that the equipment, um, there becomes noise problems and, mm. um, and also visibility problems and some things that are kind of hard to explain unless right. you're there trying to enjoy yourself. So what survived from that and and though they're going to continue to try to do that and iterate on the model but right. what really uh was figured out was uh let's just let's just carve up the land and divvy it out yeah. and um it, and it's worked it, you know cool. it worked so I, there's yeah. a, you know you 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 yeah. get in the weeds on this stuff you know we've been trying to do in person events the whole year mm -hmm. it hasn't worked, mm -hmm. but every time we've tried, we've learned something new. Yep. And so we're knee deep in all this stuff. Um, you know, our business has evolved quite a bit way beyond just events, which has been nice, but you know, events um, uh, are a beating heart of this community and we need to figure this out. And mm -hmm. I think we, may have done that uh, with this. And uh, the we're, we're going to create a new problem, which is that not everybody can attend. So in the path, you know, we've been very generous as many events are, there's no, there's, there's zero marginal cost to letting an additional person who can't afford a ticket come in, in mm -hmm. the past, mm -hmm. in, in the current and in the future, 
there is a tr- tremendous marginal cost right. to mm-hmm. allow someone who can't afford a pass to come in. Why? Yeah. Uh, yes. Several reasons. The biggest one being that that person you let in could be the person carrying COVID who then gets the CEO of this company over here sick, which then uh, decides that they're never going to be part of an event that you ever do again and or get you in negative media coverage or anything else. Right. So um, it's a different it's a different ball game. But, yes, we're we're excited about this format and we we are um, confident that we can uh, keep people uh, as safe as they'll be anywhere else on the globe. Mm-hmm. Um, nice, nice work. I, I think it's, I think it's great. Um, my only question is, I have about 500 business cards. Am I going to be able to hand all those out, or am I going to have to go into like the kitchen staff and start handing it out to them? Or, <laughs> you know, you're touching on, um, <laughs> you know, business cards. Who's to say what uh, what will become of the business card over the next five years? I think business cards are here to stay like long term. But like, what does the business card look like over the next year or two? Does someone want to get a piece of paper out of your hand? I don't know. Or borrow your pen. I mean, or even, you know, yeah. I'm, going go, as, things are gonna I'm, change. Putting, I'm putting all of them in in single Ziploc bags and then handing them out. I'm not you know what would be cool is probably if they had these uh, little portable UV lights and you know, yep. literally put the pens or the business cards right under the UV light. So you always know the one called phone soap. And she puts her, her phone in this device, uh, mm-hmm. and it's phone mm-hmm. soap, and it like gets the bacteria off. Yeah, but it's like a little uh, tanning bed for a phone. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I got a wand. The wand does that. I told my wife, I was like, "Come here, let me rub, let me rub this on your cheek real quick." Uh-huh. So I, I bet you that went over real well. That sounds like a <laughs> for another podcast that I'm not on. <laughs> yeah, speaking of that, uh, my favorite podcast, uh, probably my favorite podcast, is called Twerk uh, This Week in Radio Tech. And I was curious that This Week in Voice uh, is that the is that where you started? Uh, do you have any affiliation with that from your background in radio coming into voice? No, you know, okay. I, I uh, I've been I've been told a bunch of times that uh, I've got a face for radio, so I, I never quite figured out what they meant by that. <laughs> <laughs> but no, okay. you know, there, there's there's several things. Um, you know, there's this week in yeah, you know, this week in tech. There's yeah. this week in um, I think there's a this week in AI. I think I saw that. Um, you know, this week in voice, it just um, it just kind of sounded credible mm-hmm. right now, um to do in 2017 and yeah. um you know but as as i often tell we um you know my my team and i i agreed i uh, how are we going to talk about something every week you mm-hmm. know we're going to end up talking about the same stuff week after week after week because you know there's just not going to be that much to talk about and boy was that wrong um right uh, you know, but yeah, we, we've gotten a lot of mileage out of uh, the name and, and yeah, very aware other people do this week and that or the other, but, uh, well, okay. But one of my favorite things, and this is, I think this is great for any industry, but they have war stories. So it's like you get folks on folks that are well-trusted and you talk about war stories, projects that just were the most like hellacious, <laughs> problematic, nightmarish, but there's so much fun to listen to. And they're like healing to share with other people. That's always a great topic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there was, uh, there's actually a pretty big one for like, uh, 
the um, uh, pharmaceutical industry that that's kind of big. And they mm-hmm. go on there and they talk about all kinds of stuff. And I'm, I'm just like, I don't get it, but you know, somebody's listening. So that's good. Right. You know, all the Viagra formulas that didn't work before they, before they figured out the right one, I'm sure. <laughs> well, I tell you, I, I love the format that you're using here and the StreamYard technology you're using. Um, but it's funny that people will tell me, um, I could name some names of, of people that you would recognize uh, that have uh, kind of been not very subtle about, you know, why are you, why are you using Zoom? for this week in voice. Why are you using your Mac built-in microphone? I have a Yeti mic, it's right in front of me, but a lot of times I'll just use the built-in mic on my, on my computer. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, why, uh, why are, do you not have a webcam? Um, it, why do you use your built-in camera on the computer? And huh. you know, things will eventually change. We're in season five. Um, ultimately, we keep going and those will change, but why? We, yeah, right. we, we, we built the show uh, the way it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't feel a whole lot of urgency to change. I don't really care, you know, as long yeah. as you can hear it and, and, right. and see it and it's not uh, the, the production quality is okay. That, um, I think that's one of the misnomers. I, you know, with podcasting, uh, sometimes I end up in conversations where I'm telling people about some of the things we've gone through and some lessons we've learned mm-hmm. and, becoming better at, at podcasting and even and getting into it to begin with. Mm-hmm. And things are hard. Things are hard to do. And they're yeah. even harder to do when you're do, trying to do it with consistency. Yeah, to standardize it. You know, don't talk to me about you got to go straight to the upper echelon of production values. You missed right the point. The that is well, a total lie. That that's funny. You gotta go Yeti, bro. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny you mentioned that. I think I think I think I talk about with these guys all the time. It's like you know, we're, we're progressing and we're getting better, and you know these things. But like, I'm having fun doing it. I, I think that's the thing. It's like if you're having fun doing it, it's it's not really work. But you know, progress when, whenever you really want to progress at your own level. And at the same time, and I I you know everyone that's come on here, I think that it's been like a comfortability factor. It's like we're having discussions, we're having conversations, and and we're you know, talking about either war stories or, 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 you know, kind of what, what the projects they're working on. And I think that's, that's the biggest thing. It's like, this is fun. We're hanging out, we're talking shop and, and we're, and we're, 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 we're having a great time with it. And that, and that's the biggest thing. Um, yeah. Absolutely. Do we want to get more professional long-term? Yeah, of course. Cool. But like, there's no pressure on that. Use, use your built-in camera, use your built-in mic. <laughs> Listen, I think the first time uh, I, I did one of the live shows with these guys, I was like doing it on an iPad. I was like, hey, man, this is what I got right now. I was like, this is what I'm working <laughs> with. <laughs> it is. You can't take authenticity. You know, we all see, you know, examples of things that are um, kind of put on, you know, it, it, it's not um, coming from an authentic place. And, and that you can't buy. You can't go to the store and buy that. You can go to the store and buy a webcam. You cannot go to the store and buy authenticity. And so, you know, what y'all are doing is a perfect example of, you know, I think we forget, you know, we read stories and social media is the app because they'll deliver stories straight to our door about, oh, look at this person or look at this group of people or this company that's just sort of soared into the stratosphere. And, you know, there is no such thing as an overnight success. And, and 
reveling in and enjoying in the, living in the moment of when things are growing and when things are new and young is an underappreciated skill. And yep. it's an underappreciated skill in voice and AI. It's an underappreciated skill with the human race, as far as I've been able to tell. So, you know, keep doing exactly what you're doing, and, and I'm going to keep doing the same. Awesome. Thank so, you. Holy moly. That was awesome. So we're coming up on an hour. We usually record for about an hour. I've got um, one well, question. Well, actually, I've got a question. Now, last, last show, I wanted to say this, and I forgot about it. Top three favorite Christmas songs. Uh, ben, go. Oh, we did this the other day. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was... Um, uh, Man, don't but I'll come back to me. Come back to me. Go to go to the AJ. Go. Uh, I blue Danube, Hark the Herald Angels, and I think uh, it came upon a midnight clear. Okay, for me, I've got the Christmas song Nat King Cole doesn't get any better than that. Um, White Christmas, and then the Temptations Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer with a wild card of being Ray Charles's Spirit of Christmas. It's on that little little clip of national lampoons christmas vacation it's one of the hardest songs to find in the world but it's there and it's him watching his old home movies and one oh, person yeah, 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 yeah. tracked that song down and it's on a ray charles christmas album bradley go ahead you're up next uh i don't know if i'd put these in rank order uh but maybe we can say tied for first uh mary did you know mm. uh, up there for me um oh holy night and uh you know uh it came upon a midnight clear i, th I think that'd probably be uh my top three then nice. oh yeah sorry uh this christmas donny hathaway the otis redding version of uh white christmas is is always like there for me and uh i i told this to aj was like he's like really like this song it was like the first noel i don't know why i love that song i loved it as a kid and, you know it's just a great song for me. you know what you know what always makes me laugh is there was a home improvement episode where the kids were involved in a uh, a Christmas uh, like a Christmas pageant, and they were reversed, and it was Leon spelled Leon, and the wife goes, "Who's Leon?" And Tim Allen goes, "I don't know. He was the kid born in the next manger." <laughs> so I thought that was kind of funny. One so, over. Final I, final question for Bradley Ben. Go I, ahead. Yeah, you know we and we've asked this, and I'm gonna like I've been accumulating all the questions from our guests, and I'm gonna probably kick out kick out a nice little chat here on Twitter. One question you have for the voice community. I know you interview a lot of people, you talk to a lot of people, obviously, but like, what's your personal question you want to give out there to the to the voice community? Uh, yeah. Um, well, uh, you know, I, I think if if I were asking, you know, a bunch of people a question right now, I, I would be, I'm always curious to, to hear and, and learn what other people are seeing as they measure in their own ways the gr continued growth of voice. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, I, um, I think there's different ways you can ask that. I think... Um, you know, well, sometimes the question can be rhetorical too. You know, you kind of like put it out there as a question to get folks yeah. to ponder. We, you know, it could be any, uh, any question along those lines too. Well, with the, with, 
you know, with people who are more on like the, the voice experience development side, like you're talking about Alexa skills. I just had a, 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 an eye-opening meeting with somebody who, you know, I'll, I'll leave them nameless. But what that person is working on is what I would call a framework for creating Alexa skill, you know, Alexa skills 2.0. And, um, you know, we're all familiar with, you know, the sort of base level, base case Alexa skills where mm -hmm. it's, it's getting our feet wet. It's, it's seeing how this stuff works. It's informational in nature. It's not, there's some breath, but not a lot of depth. Mm -hmm. uh, what this person's doing and this, and this person in this company are working on is, um, something much deeper than that. And uh, I'm excited to see that. And I think that that community in particular, I, I'm really zeroed in on what is Alexa skills 2.0? What is Google actions 2.0? Mm -hmm. What is that? And how do the, the juggernauts, you know, with Amazon and Google and also, you know, Samsung Bixby capsules are essentially a 2.0 in and of themselves. Mm -hmm. it's you know, that ecosystem is sort of marching at its own pace. Um, what are Amazon and Google going to do to facilitate that? Do they even recognize the need to be facilitating that? I think you could ask that question. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of what I've turned my attention to and, and people who are not involved in that space, but are more on the conversational AI side, I'll ask, you know, are you looking at contact centers? Are you looking at integrating? Mm -hmm. Uh, conversational AI into mobile apps. Those are the mm -hmm. two big areas, mobile apps. In, in, well, uh, I should say mobile apps and websites. Integrating uh, voice as a interface, voice as a layer into uh, existing websites and apps, uh, mm -hmm. huge deal. That's going to be a big part of Project Voice 2021. Mm -hmm. And then voice and AI, you know, conversational AI in the contact center, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the, the call center. That's, that's huge as well. And uh, that also will be part. So a lot of times I'll ask questions about that. And then finally, I would ask, you know, what is your temperature on getting out and meeting other people? Have you been meeting other people already? Mm -hmm. Some people seem to think that that's not happening. And I try to correct that every chance I get. But yeah. there are plenty of people who have, have really um, kept to themselves in 2020. And that's those people that I want to know, when are you going to get out? Do you have to have the vaccine? Do you not? What's your what's your temperature in terms of getting out? Is April too soon for you? It doesn't hurt my feelings. We're going to have plenty of people for Project Voice anyway. Right. Share with me your thoughts. And that's um, that's something else I'm all over. That's nice. three, three questions we got. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> blessed with three. I, I'd Andrew, like to comment that, yeah, I, I would like to comment that I do believe that it's possible to get out there, meet folks in voice, healthy, uh, safely, you know, to a good degree now, and it will just get better day by day, provided mm -hmm. uh, the folks are on top of it the way that you are. And uh, I also wanted to say that I think that in particular, voice is one of those fields. I spent, I went to about 10 years worth of game developer conferences and CTIA wireless conferences. And the voice to me is one of those special hot spot. It really does matter. Each individual's contribution to the whole really does matter uh, with voice. So I wanna let folks know, get out there, meet folks, make friends, don't worry about, um, any preconceived ideas because your contribution is significant and your presence does matter. That's right.
Well, and fi and finally, I have a question for you. Now, now this is some hard hitting stuff, and I ask it to everybody that comes on. And AJ shaking his head, he's like, "No, Nick, don't do it." Um, oh, it's a more habit that uh, yeah, it's yeah. Have you subscribed part of the show? Have you subscribed to Voice Spark Alexa and more on YouTube? Which I already know the answer. Have I? I I think I did when you asked me to. Yeah, you did. Yeah, because otherwise that means he just went, took a look at how many subscribers there were and said, oh, that's cool. And then, oh, no, I, well, I saw that the other day when <laughs> yeah. I was looking at that. No, no, no. no. With, um, so I've got two accounts. I've got a personal yeah. YouTube, and, which I almost subscribed to nothing. And then with the, the subscriptions that we do, uh, we do through This Week in Voice TV. Mm -hmm. uh, I think I think I subscribe, but if I haven't, then we need to. No, yeah, right. you, I, I think you did because it was funny because uh, whenever I was on my spam spree, uh, about six months ago, you, you actually, you know, you hit me back. I got like a, I got like a 15 to 20%, like, uh, like, uh, uh, contact, uh, percentage going and you're like, yeah, Nick, no problem. That's awesome, man. Here you go. I'm like, oh. it's not, it was not spam. He's saying that as a joke, but that like, when I read his offer, he's like, Hey, if you've got, you've got your skill, Hey, uh, I will do a review of it. Just subscribe. I was like, that is the opposite of spam. Never had spam where I got offered way more than was being asked to me. Yeah. And we've got some good ones coming out for the next year too, because um, as all, you know, again, we're reaching an hour and 10 minutes. Time flies when you're having fun, but I will oh, yeah. say this, we have a contest going on and next week will be the final week of that. And that's the Sparkies. And that's the uh, essentially the indie awards for skills. So if people want to go ahead and they want to sign up, We've got the form in the description of this live stream and in our podcast. You go there, you put your email in, and then and you on the vote. website. Yep, and on the website, you vote for the top five skills that you think are great out of twenty, and then those are going to be tallied next week. And then we'll we'll do the Sparkies one, two, three, and uh, and it's going to be great. But, and uh, uh, Bradley, how can folks uh, reach you, find out more about, uh, listen to you? How can they respond to you uh, from the questions that you heard you ask today? What's your contact info and how do folks just spend some time with you and your group? Sure. So, you know, I always welcome direct email. My email is bradley at scorepublishing.us. Um, and, uh, you know, I get a lot of it, but I try to respond. And if you, you know, if I don't mm -hmm. hit me again. I'm on Twitter at bmetrock. You can follow me there. Um, you know, I, I'll, I'll warn you to keep low expectations on that. And then, uh, <laughs> and then I'll man, um, feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn. Uh, always happy to do that too. All right. So uh, if you want to get in touch with them, just capitalize the subject letter in the email. What would you say? Just put important exclamation point. Not a hope. Yeah. That works every time, I promise. <laughs> All right. So, hey, Bradley, we're going to go ahead and bounce you out for a minute. If you can, uh, just stay behind the scenes, and we'll be back with you. Uh, stand by. That is awesome. So that was a good conversation. Very organic. He's the man. That is the best kind of conversation, organic. So uh, with that being said, uh, I think that's about it for us tonight. As always, we'd like to do a quick shout-out to our sponsor, Dabble Lab. And um, go over there for all your skill template needs. And that's pretty much about it. Are you guys good for the outro? Absolutely. Yes, all right, let's do it. Good night, everybody. Good night.